Hi, I'm Caroline. I am the head curator, and I do social media for Spark. Uh, I'm Sophia. I am on the fundraising team. Hi, I'm Sophie, and I'm the head of the media team. So today we're going to have a pretty interesting conversation. We're going to be talking about graphic design and art, the difference between the two, the similarities, which one's which. So does anyone have anything to say right off the bat? Any strong opinions in this room right now? I think, Sophia, not to offer up your story, but you have an experience with <laughs> a professor. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to name drop. Absolutely, I would not encourage you to. Okay, I had a design professor last semester, um, and he was very much of the belief, he was very much a constructivist and very much of the belief that art and design are mutually exclusive. Um, and I have put a little personality into my designs, and his thing was, like, everyone's design at the end kind of just looked like his style. Mm. And I, I, I didn't like that, and, I, and he kept telling me to change the little quirky things that I had in it. And I was like, well, I don't know, like, art and design aren't mutually exclusive. He was like, yes, they are. And I was like, can we talk about that? And he was like, no, moving along. <laughs> that didn't sit well with me, and then I... It, it kind of screwed me up for a sec because then I had like a bit of a, like a career crisis because <laughs> I was like, oh, but I'm an artistic person. Do I have to do this like science of design type like constructivist like for like function over form? Like mm -hmm. I don't and I don't know. I feel like the reason I think that art and design are not mutually exclusive is because I think they both help each other out. I actually, I would agree with that a lot because I myself, I'm a, I'm a business and psychology major and I'm focusing in healthcare. So my major is definitely not one that tends to go towards the quote unquote creative side, but a lot of times there are elements of it like you'll see in marketing where you kind of need to have that design experience or that, and I say design experience in that way because not, there's a lot of it is just recognizing patterns and there's a lot of scientific things involved. And actually, you know, when I was, I was writing an article one time for this website and they were, they're asking me about like my design experience. And I'm like, honestly, a lot of it I enjoyed was basically learning the programs and getting, and obviously you do need some, you need like some artistic background, like you do need some experience to do it. And within the category of graphic design, I feel like that's, you know, where you say they're not mutually exclusive because there are different types of graphic design that do require certain artistic abilities and, you know, vice versa. But um, a lot of times when I tell people, you know, graphic design, I don't necessarily mean it that I'm the most artistic person, but I do agree that there is a huge, like, proponent of just scientific and, like, very calculated learning methods. And, like, once you learn those methods, it's easy for you to produce a product that looks nice. Mm -hmm. But obviously that skill set, you know, takes time to build and develop. So, of course, the product is going to be unique depending on, you know, how you learn programs because a lot of programs are incredibly complicated. I mean, you, you can look at Adobe Creative Cloud, for instance. Like, right. you, can, you can use Photoshop in so many different ways, you know. You know, like I was uh, saying, like I was saying earlier, like you can do, you used to be able to do 3D works and, you know, not a lot of people knew about certain functions of it and programs change so much. So you're constantly trying to keep up with this technological shift at the same time. But, you know, art in itself is, it, art in itself is subjective, but 
you know, I would almost, I would agree and say that saying that design has a fundamentally non-subjective definition to it. So I think what we're getting at is this idea that art and design exist on a continuum and depending on the product that you're creating, it falls either on the right or left. I think pure abstract uh, data art, for instance, that is more art rather than design uh, because it doesn't necessarily have to have a function besides being an art object versus artful design communicates something clearly like advertising, right? Advertising is artful, but it's also communicative and scientific. So depending on what your goals are, you could slide either way on the art design continuum. Yeah, I actually completely agree. And kind of going back to Sophia's point, um, I have had experience with the professor. And you in my class for that, actually? I was not. Oh, man. You're in so many of my classes, I can't keep track. Yeah, a lot of overlap. <laughs> yeah. But anyways... Um, I agree with her in, um, in what Sophia was saying, and I think that um, to some extent this professor is accurate in teaching his students rules of design, but at some point you learn those rules so that you can master them and then break them, like with knowing you're breaking them, and therefore like just kind of creating your own way of expression within design um but he doesn't really understand that it seems like and that can be very frustrating but I think how I understood it like not how he understands it is it's really meant to be expressive after you learn the basic rules of design right yeah and i think that's the difference between what quote unquote you would say is art and what's design because art you know you can create right away there's no learning process like you can truly use whatever material you can find and just create this masterpiece or you know whatever you're trying to make but you know like you guys are saying with design that requires that like a literal just you have to learn stuff before you do it. I mean, obviously with art, you learn techniques, you learn different forms, but you can, you know, when you're five or six, you can draw something and, you know, it's considered art because art is subjective. But, you know, you can't put a five or six-year-old in front of a computer and say, hey, can you make a, uh, can you make a 18 by 24 uh, <laughs> vector image with a gradient? Like, they're not going to know how to do that. So, it's definitely a different skill set that re that gets you to a different kind of result mm. or similar depending on, you know, what material that you're going to be using. But generally because design, when you think of design, when you think of graphic design, you immediately think you, you generally go to computer generated, even though graphic design doesn't necessarily have to be computer generated. But that's usually what you'd go to. So and I think I also do think that ties a lot into um, the more... Uh, financially inclined side of art too because I feel like when you say design graphic design like you automatically think okay marketing and advertising mm -hmm. you think of all of those so I mean what are your guys' opinions on that do you think that design generally is more tied with like this idea of like art and this this fiscal nature of it than just art in general oh yeah like I if if I thought I could make a living on just, like, art alone and not design. I would be in art school, but I am not. So, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, like, don't get me wrong. I love design, 
Um, but I think what I love about it is how it informs art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's kind of my argument is that like art and design really inform each other. I think that you can you can know all the rules of design and follow them, but unless you have some artistic touch to those rules and like breaking them and stuff like that, then it's it's not going to stand out unless you kind of have that. I like what you said about standing out, and I think that idea of standing out and generating a reaction it, it lies at the the core of this art design continuum. I think when you're talking about design, you're, you're talking about designing a reaction or designing a, a response to something. Like an advertisement, you're designing a next step or experience design. You're designing how someone moves about the space. Art implies a type of design, I think, where you're generating and propelling introspection and reflection on either society or self. So I think de- art is designed in the sense that you're generating a reaction, but the difference lies in the type of reaction that you want as the artist designer, the the product designer, the experience designer. And yeah, I would actually, kind of going off of that idea of, you know, eliciting a reaction and standing out, I think, and this is an issue that I've seen a lot um, in social media, there's just this consistent, there's this, this problem where people are trying to stand out, but they're using these resources that are so automated that you're getting the same generated content over and over again. Over again. So you see with you know, Canva, specifically Mm -hmm. the free version of Canva, you see, like, a lot of people utilizing it. And, yeah, they're very clean designs, but they're not original. And you're not getting that same type of, like, art, like you said. That's very... They're getting a specific type of reaction. Like, you go to a gallery and you look at a painting, you're like, wow, that makes me feel X, Y, Z. You don't necessarily get that when you look at maybe a graphic that someone just made very quickly, like, put Mm -hmm. a couple of shapes together. Not to say it's not beautiful and lovely, but it's not going to get that type of reaction that you're going to get with that, with what one would consider to be art. I feel like my, like, the biggest reaction I have to just, like, good, simple design is, like, nice. Yeah. You know? And, like, that's great. But, and it gets the job done. But I feel like the, that extra little thing is what makes it go from nice to, like, yo. Wow. Right. You know? That lets it just stay, like, those pieces that just stay in the back of your head, and you're right. like, wow, like, I cannot stop thinking about this piece. Right. That is, and that's, that's like, the next level. It's almost like design is the foundation, and then you have the art that just comes, that comes from that, I guess. Yeah. And I guess, I guess we should talk about what we think the definition of art is, because right now we're kind of throwing around a lot of, you know, art is subjective, and I think it is, but I feel like we can pin down a couple different definitions here. So if everyone wants to go around and just say what they think art is. I feel like I should have an answer for this. <laughs> after, and you don't have to because after, I... After, like, being an art student for a while. <laughs> but I feel like also not having an answer is also a good answer because, yeah. you know, art can be anything. And that's, you know, that's something right, right there. Well, I think we can answer this question by deduction. Does anyone have an example of an object or an experience that clearly is not art because you could argue that like a court case is artful in the sense that lawyers are are navigating around things and it's i mean i did mock trial uh before uh in my high school and so you're an artist right (laughs) but it's funny you say that because because there was you know there's a lot of people like you know i would talk to parents or whatever and they would say you know it's kind of like an art form it's like theater where you're performing 
because nothing's real, but you have to sell it like it's real. And it's like, that's something I didn't think about. But when you just brought it up, that just unlocked a, a core memory, if you will. <laughs> of. But it's interesting you say that, and I interrupted you, so you can continue if you'd like. Well, no, I think you, you started the, the answer to this question of what's an experience you've had that's clearly not art. Because you've identified an experience that you've had that, that is clearly, at least to you, art in high schools all over the country, mock trial. So. That's right. <laughs> All, all the students listening, if you're in debates, mock trials. You, too, are an artist. You too, that's that's right. And we'll encounter student debt and a long life of uh, baristaing. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Yeah, I would say, and kind of just going off of that, art, I feel like, to me, art is expression. I think in any way. I think art includes music, too. That you know, anything, anything creative... Using, I would say, used as an outlet, used as a sense of expression, and then the rest is kind of just up in the air because a lot of art is very, you know, it differs to, by a culture, by a time. So, you know, things that were art are now not art. Things that aren't, weren't art will be, etc. So... And I think us four white girls sitting at a private university <laughs> sit in a place of privilege and identifying, like, what art is. Exactly. Because we've never really had to defend the art we've made as art. I guess, well, Sophia, in your design class, but that's still... Right. That's still a good position to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that an example of something that isn't art in my mind are tests, specifically standardized tests. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember in my language class in high school, I wrote a whole essay about how I don't believe in standardized tests, particularly those we take to get into college. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there are so many reasons, like the socioeconomic disadvantage and um, the whole, like, you can't really, there is no artistic, like, measure on the test. So, like, creative people are at a massive disadvantage, Mm -hmm. and there are only right and wrong answers. Mm -hmm. And that's really not the case most of the time in the creative field. So, um, yeah, my whole stance on that paper was just to get rid of them altogether. But besides that, yeah, I think standardized tests are an example of something that's extremely rigid and not at all artful. You know what, though? I feel like it's design. It's it's Ooh, designed, it's designed yeah. to weed certain people out, and those people happen to be those who are less advantaged that's true it's str- it's really built up against it's 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 basically built to make people fail right so it's, yeah it's built to like kind of it's built to weed people out and that it's specifically designed that way not the design yeah right. the, you, you go back to the rigid the the rigidness of of design right because something that is design is not necessarily artful and kind of going off what you were saying you know, that kind of rigidness, that, that, that yes and that no, they're right and they're wrong, that's not, that isn't art. Anything that is rigid is not art because art is a spectrum. It's something that can be, you know, different to different people. Obviously, a test is not going to be different to different people because there is a right or a wrong. So you're going to see that, that black and white, but maybe we can restructure it. the definition of art as something that's not defined. And, you know, like you were saying, you couldn't come up with the definition and that kind of plays into that because right. you can't come up with a definition for it. And uh, that yeah. I, I think I was thinking like 
when you were talking about how art is expression, I was thinking so hard for something I wouldn't consider expression, and standardized tests totally fit that mark. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking besides that, like, I still can't think of other things. Yeah. So, I don't know, have you, do you think you've ever done something that wasn't an expression? I, because mm. if we're, if we're equating expression and art, then when... That's a great question. Are you question. not expressing something, you know? I'm really, and I'm really trying to think, because, like, even just... Yeah, I'm not exactly sure because even, you know, when I was in high school, I was a very chronically ill person. I'm still chronically ill, but I was very sick in high school. Um, I'm not laughing at you here. Oh, no, no, it's funny, it's funny. That is what chronic means. Exactly. (laughs) Using my my mind. But I I think back to, you know, there's a lot of, and I encountered this firsthand, but there's a lot of misogyny in the... uh, in the healthcare system. Mm. So a lot of my distaste for that, you know, manif- manifested itself in my expression of anger. And, you know, I was really trying to think, oh, like, you know, what is something when you were saying, what's another example? And I was like, standardized test. Like, what else makes me feel like a standardized test? Mm. And I look back at it, I'm like, technically not that, because that was still a form of expression. I felt something. So... Right, so it's, it's so trying to find something that just gives you the same feeling as the standardized test where there's, like, no, there's not a feeling. There might be a feeling of dread. Right. But not, it's something that not boxes something you in. Right, exactly. Something that boxes you in and it makes you feel like you can't express yourself. So what is something maybe that can't express yourself? I mean, something that's, like, filling out a Scantron really makes you feel like you're supposed to be a robot and you're supposed <laughs> right. to feel like exactly, a robot. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling to think of any. I'm sure I'm sure the minute I I hit stop on this recording, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, that's right. Oh. Like almost, I almost want to say like the dining hall, because you don't get many options, right? You like, I mean, I know I have dietary restrictions, so that already limits things. So when you walk in, you're like, ah, the artistic freedom of three choices to eat. It's <laughs> my favorite. Delightful. Um, but I guess that in and of itself is not me necessarily expressing myself. It's just a situation. So, but what about the dining hall employees putting stuff on your plate? Mm. The lack of control. Mm. Surrender. We to live. <laughs> we live, We really live in a society that just. We live in a society. Purity. So. Period. Purity. Purity. I think. <laughs> I'm. I'm just reflecting on a experiences where I haven't expressed and i think your dining hall example is is a uh, relevant for the sense that like when someone is sloshing food onto your plate you are absorbing their expression right and not producing your own so i think situations where you're not expressing you are often an audience member or a high school student trying to get into college mm-hmm. the I lack think. of control like just the complete like push and pull that you feel like you're at mercy of <laughs> just whatever it is. Trevor Packer. College tours. I oh, hate God. college tours. But you could argue. I'm not saying this is true, but you could argue that there's an artfulness to the backwards walking. Right. The, the, the oh, <laughs> never underestimate. You can never underestimate <laughs> underestimate the backwards walk ever. Have you been a tour guide? I have not, but I have friends who are. Yeah. So I've witnessed and it firsthand. They are artists. They too are. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I think that 
basically anything depending on one's definition of art could be art, especially when you include performance art, which could literally be anything. It could be used like a person sleeping and getting like a recording, or, like a video of that, a sound recording, like an audience to literally watch them sleep, for example. Like that's very specific, but like if if art history taught me one thing, like performance art is like literally anything, even the most absurd stuff that like no one would even think of. Um, so even like walking into the dining hall, like you walk <laughs> in a certain way and you approach the people in a certain way and do you greet them or are you do you keep to yourself and where do you sit? All of these kinds of things, but obviously if you have a more narrow definition of art, maybe this would not be included. Well, here's my question. If performing is art and performance is expression, does expression require an audience to be art? Mm-hmm. And therefore, does art imply, uh, does art require an audience? And if a tree falls in the middle of the woods, <laughs> did it fall? Because it's, right. I guess, attention, I guess, is the other thing. Like, is art made specifically for oneself or is it for others, too? Well, design's made for others. Design's made for others. What about art? Mm. Because you can make, you can play music by yourself, you can dance by yourself, but, you know, I mean, eventually you might be performing that stuff. So is it still in preparation to share with others? Well, I think art, like design, is still a product that you're sharing. Mm-hmm. And so performing by yourself in your bedroom might be for yourself, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think it becomes art when you perfect it and you share you it. You share it. And maybe one stroke abex paintings, right? It's still, you're preparing to show it, okay, if that me. makes sense. I, I, I think you can make art for an audience of yourself and still call it art, but that's just... It defeats the point. I know, it's just frustrating that we can't get definition. I'm trying to nail one I in. Know. <laughs> but I feel like that's that, the point. That's the point, though. <laughs> right. That is the point, because there is no definition, and that's what makes art so elusive. And design so... Concrete. So what Sometimes. It, sometimes. <laughs> if you, sometimes. If you don't break the rules. Right. That's very true. concrete. Right. If you break the rules, then it's art. Then it's not... Right, it's not it allows expression. Something to ponder. So what would the definition of design be? Design would be something that's created for the intention, like created for an intention. Yes. Using a set of rules Mm -hmm. or parameters, I would say. Whether the parameters be like a software or an assignment or a job, you know, someone's like, hey, can you make this for me on this X, X program? You're like, yeah, I can make it. Not necessarily the result. The result can be something artful, but the parameters that you're given are not something. Like, when you're making a piece of art, you're not given, oh, make this for me, make this for me on this program. Like, you're not given that necessarily. I mean, if you have an art assignment, but, like, that's still a design because you're given these parameters. So, something concrete. But who sets the parameters? And if you break those parameters, is it not design anymore? The bourgeoisie and we're all the proletariat. (laughs) That's it. That's right. It could be anybody. It could be an authority figure. It could be a boss. It could be a teacher. It could be any it, someone in a higher position in general. It could mm-hmm. be someone. Could honestly, it could be someone that's paying you to do something. Mm-hmm. 
No, I mean, once you get into that territory, it's like, okay, well, how much, how many parameters are they giving you? If there's less parameters, is that more more of an art piece? Is it less of an art? So that gets into some weird territory, I feel like, because you don't necessarily know, like, with commissions. But generally, I'd say in, like, a corporate sense, it's probably going to be somewhere, someone who's, like, a higher up giving you an assignment. Well, wasn't there that really recent piece... I forget where it was from, and I don't have the name of it, but essentially this company commissioned an artist 16 grand to make a piece. He was like a conceptual contemporary artist, and then he delivered a white canvas that was called Take the Money and Run. <laughs> That's hilarious. Right? It, 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 but he responded to the lack of restrictions, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought that was relevant to... I, yeah, I, I think it is relevant because... the. It's, it's just he designed a it's reaction. Artful. See, that's artful because there's a reaction involved, and like, oh, sorry, the parameters were just they were so loose that I mean, in my opinion, I think that's that makes the product more erring on the side of art, quote unquote. Interesting. That is so fun. I'm so glad he did that. <laughs> Take the money and run. <laughs> and uh, he did. And he really 16 grand. Did. And I think it was from a bank, too. That's if that makes us hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. I love that. So do we have any other remarks regarding anything that we've discussed about? Any final thoughts? Feelings? Oh any reactions elicited? <laughs> I have to find myself a rich banker to commission me some more. <laughs> I think just overall art and design have overlap but they also they're they're distinctive as well distinct they're distinct mm. um <laughs> and um i think that everybody has their own definition of art so think about that i think the definition of art is art in itself mm. <laughs> that's so deep art is art art is art that's right <laughs> The paradox. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you for tuning in to What the Spark, and we'll catch you on the next episode.